Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 424. A Certain Moment, May 12th, 1935. In the evening, I just about got into bed and I fell asleep immediately. Though I fell asleep quickly, I was awakened even more quickly. A little child came and woke me up. The child seemed about a year old, and I was surprised it could speak so well, as children of that age either do not speak or speak very indistinctly. The child was beautiful beyond words and resembled the child Jesus, and he said to me, Look at the sky. And when I looked at the sky, I saw the stars and the moon shining. Then the child asked me, Do you see this moon and these stars? When I said yes, he spoke these words to me. These stars are the souls of faithful Christians, and the moon is the soul of religious. Do you see how great the difference is between the light of the moon and the light of the stars? Such is the difference in heaven between the soul of a religious and the soul of a faithful Christian. And he went on to say that true greatness is in loving God and in humility. Then I saw a soul which was being separated from its body amid great torment. O Jesus, as I am about to write this, I tremble at the sight of the horrible things that bear witness against him. I saw the souls of little children and those of older ones, about nine years of age, emerging from some kind of a muddy abyss. The souls were foul and disgusting, resembling the most terrible monsters and decaying corpses. But the corpses were living and gave loud testimony against the dying soul. And the soul I saw dying was a soul full of the world's applause and honors, the end of which are emptiness and sin. Finally, a woman came out who was holding something like tears in her apron, and she witnessed very strongly against him. O terrible hour, at which one is obliged to see all one's deeds in their nakedness and misery. Not one of them is lost. They will all accompany us to God's judgment. I can find no words or comparisons to express such terrible things. And although it seems to me that this soul is not damned, nevertheless its torments are in no way different from the torments of hell, there is only this difference, they will, not, they will someday come to an end. A moment later, I again saw the child who had awakened me. It was of wondrous beauty and repeated these words to me. True greatness of the soul is in loving God and in humility. I asked the child, How do you know that true greatness of the soul is in loving God and in humility? Only theologians know about such things, and you haven't even learned the catechism. So how do you know? To this he answered, I know, I know all things. And with that he disappeared. But I could no longer get to sleep. My mind became exhausted by thinking about the things I had seen. O oh, human souls, how late you learn the truth 
O abyss of God's mercy, pour yourself out as quickly as possible over the whole world, according to what you yourself have said. May 1935, a certain moment. When I became aware of God's great plans for me, I was frightened at their greatness and felt myself quite incapable of fulfilling them, and I began to avoid interior conversations with him, filling up the time with vocal prayer. I did this out of humility, but I soon recognized it was not true humility, but rather a great temptation from the devil. When, on one occasion, instead of interior prayer, I took up a book of spiritual reading, I heard these words spoken distinctly and forcefully within my soul. You will prepare the world for my final coming. These words moved me deeply, and although I pretended not to hear them, I understood them very well and had no doubt about them. Once, being tired out from this battle of love with God and making constant excuses on the grounds that I was unable to carry out this task, I wanted to leave the chapel, but some force held me back, and I found myself powerless. Then I heard these words, You intend to leave the chapel, but you shall not get away from me, for I am everywhere. You cannot do anything of yourself, but with me you can do all things. Here, St. Faustina is visited at night by the child Jesus. Uh, He shows her that souls that are consecrated to God are greatly loved by God, but to whom much is given, much is expected. Merely making vows doesn't guarantee heaven. We have to be faithful to these vows and to live them. I am sure that some lay people have reached a higher place in heaven than some religious because of their personal holiness. As Jesus says to St. Faustina, true greatness is in loving God and in humility. Then St. Faustina sees the hour of judgment of a soul. All will be revealed. We need to rely on God's mercy because we all need it. But let's not presume on God's mercy, meaning doing whatever we want and assuming that God will forgive everything and anything. God is merciful, but he also calls us to conversion. As Jesus said to the woman caught in adultery in the gospel, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. The child Jesus appeared to Faustina again and repeated what he had said. The true greatness of the soul is in loving God and in humility. These are words worth pondering. Then, St. Faustina is very honest. She writes of how she seeks to make excuses to Jesus to get out of having to fulfill his will, and then she realizes that it was not a true humility that was calling her to that. She was being tempted by the devil who was trying to confound God's plans and get in the way of his uh, plans. So when God asks us to do something, we don't have to rely only on our own strength. God will help us. All things are possible. 
if Jesus strengthens us. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.